Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. To the podcast, my name is Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on today's episode of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the top five CDL teams headed into Call of Duty League Season Three for COD Vanguard. Also, we are talking about the Georgia Bulldogs going to Tennessee this Saturday to face the Volunteers, and also we are talking about the Atlanta Falcons headed to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. So, it's going to be an interesting show. So, the for delay, let's go to get straight into today's action. Before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, let me just introduce myself if you are brand new to the podcast. Hi, again, my name is Stacey Morgan. This is the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, where everything is talked about with Georgia Bulldogs, Atlanta Falcons, Call of Duty League Esports, more specifically the Atlanta Bays. I will discuss all CDL teams. Esports in that category is my passion, and my overall passion is being a sports broadcaster. Definitely, I want to make this a career. This is the, the little side hobby, and you guys seem to really enjoy it and is really helping me out in this career path. So, please continue that support. I really do appreciate that by hitting that like button, subscribe, following, and downloading this podcast each and every week. So now since we got that out of the way, let's talk about the top five CDL teams headed into the Call of Duty Vanguard Season 3 for the CDL. So coming in at number one is the Atlanta Phase. This is no surprise right here. And the Phase squad contains Simp, Abizi, Salem, and Arcities. Now, this is a little bit of late-breaking news, but Arcities' twin brother, Pristini, has now joined the Atlanta Bay squad as a backup. So, I really like that right there because you get the brothers back in action. Pristini can actually help Arcities in the in the, the entire squad pretty much. With situations that if he was in that situation, he would have done this and they would look at the tape and like, oh wow, that would have worked, yeah. And stuff like that. So, he's definitely going to be a very beneficial Backup for this Atlanta Face squad definitely is a solid sign on, and I cannot wait for the Atlanta Face squad to be back in action for the Vanguard season. But look at the POVs from the YouTube side of things for Simp and Abizi. You know, they uploaded their $4,000 and $7,000 turnings. You know, everything looks good. Of course, you know, they're just chatting each and every single way that it, you're like, what is going on here? But they're, they're getting the job done. They know the lines of sight that really needs to be mainly focused on. And and that's what is going to matter for Vanguard is because, let me tell you, Vanguard for just even just public lobbies is crazy. Like you're getting shot from each and every single angle. And if you know the angles from where people are going to be posted up at, you're going to be 100% guaranteed to at least get a 
few more kills. Coming in at number two is the Optic Texas squad. So Envy Gaming and Optic Gaming has combined together to form Optic Texas. And that consists of Skump, Dashy, Illy, and Shotzi. So looking at their their POVs, they're they're great together. They really are. But if you look at them on paper, they're like, oh, you know, our, this is a matchup that really is not going to make it. But but again, looking at the POV, their their comms, their their gameplay, it's solid, it's smooth. You're understanding what's going to happen, and I tell you, Scump is on fire already, and it just only being like seven thousand dollar attorneys and everything like that. Coming in number three is New York Subliners with Crim Six, Clayster, Hydra, and Neptune. Definitely picking up Neptune from the Florida Mutineers this offseason was a huge pickup for the Subliners. And also picking up Crim Six as well because you get the the rookie who definitely had great moments, but not as much as Standy from the Minnesota Rocker, but still had, you know, the best solid moments. You got Crim Six, who is a veteran just like Clay. This is honestly a top three team already in my books. This this is a team that can really compete for the the CDL World Championship. Coming in at number four is the LA Thieves, Octane, Envoy, Draza, and Kenny. Now, why I got them at number four is because I believe this is a system where Octane is really going to shine in. You know, the coaching staff is going to be right for him because he's coming off from not the CDL season, but the CWL seasons where he was a 100 Thieves member playing for Black Ops 4 for 100 Thieves. And that team just wrecked havoc. Just wrecked havoc left and right. Now, of course, they ain't got really much of anybody else outside of maybe Kenny. And then, but you're added Envoy who definitely is a great player, in my opinion, and should be up there with, like, the Crim Sixes and Claysters. And Draza, definitely, he's, he's a solid he's a solid pickup. Definitely cannot wait to see what he can do alongside with like, Envoy. And finally, coming at number five, it's the Minnesota Rocker with Priesta, Major Maniac, Standy, and Attach. Picking up Standy throughout the, the regular season definitely was Minnesota Rocker's turnaround for the season after they picked up standy he was electrifying they were winning matches i don't think they won a home series but by gosh they were close to really clinching the home series victories and of course the minnesota rocker had that tremendous like 1v3 against optic uh, chicago i forget which map i think it was like the russia map or Moscow, something like that. And, of course, all three of them for Optic was in a corner. And then I believe it was Attach, if I'm not mistaken, or it might have been the Sim, who got the triple kill right there in Search and Destroy. And that just ruined Optic's day. But still, though, Standy, he made an impact in that game. You know, he set it up to where it could be that way. So... This team right here can be a top five if they play their cards right and really get a solid lookout 
of how maps and uh, rotations are going to work. Now, I'm not going to go over the other remaining, what, seven teams. I just want to do a top five going into season three of the CBL right here. But those are my top five. Let me know what you think on Twitter. Do you agree with my top five or would you change it around? So now moving on over to number one ranked UGA at Tennessee Volunteers this Saturday, November 13th at 3.30 p.m. on CBS Primetime. So Tennessee is a plus 20 underdogs at home. <laughs> and this is really crazy. So I'll give you the lines and these are provided by Caesar Sportsbook. But UGA opened up with a minus 20.5 in the current Sitting at now is a minus 20 with the public bet sitting at 67%. And the public bet for Tennessee for taking the over is a 33%. Your money line, people are really banging on UGA to win this one by that minus 20. But the money line currently sits at a minus 1400 with a 92%. And people are taking the over with the 56 with a public bet of 51%, and some people are taking the under for Tennessee at 49%. I'm not going to go over much of the, the stats for the Tennessee Volunteers, but I will, however, go over the stats for the UGA Bulldogs. So for passing, Seth Bennett is 1,412 yards, 14 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, Russian Zamira White, 519 yards, 9 touchdowns, 106 attempts, Receiving Brock Bowers, 493 yards, 6 touchdowns, 28 receptions. For the Georgia matchup, offense versus Tennessee defense, overall we're 65th overall in total offense, 92nd overall in passing, and for rushing we're 70th overall when it comes to the run game, so definitely we got a great advantage over this Tennessee defense. Now for the Dogs defense versus the Volunteers offense, we're ninth in the country overall in total defense. Against the pass, we're 20th, and for rushing, we're against the rush 13th overall. Now the Tennessee Volunteers, they can score points, so I wouldn't be surprised early in the game Georgia's going to let them at least run the ball maybe several times, maybe even score once to kind of figure out how this game plan is going to work to then change the, the defensive scheme to where they can match up Tennessee's offense and just allow them not to score much point throughout the entire game. Because, again, Tennessee has been putting up a lot of points. They put up a lot of points against Alabama. Yes, despite the loss, they put up, what, 21, 28 points against the Tide. And usually the Tide blows out Tennessee. And for them to do that, that rarely happens. So if Georgia can honestly hold Tennessee back to at least 14 points, this dog's defense will be the number one. I mean, I already know they're the number one defense in the country, the number one team in the country, but solidifying yourself to holding Tennessee back, who was good at scoring points through the run game. Yes, definitely. You're, you're going to be Alabama by 14 points. 
There, there's just no question about it. So now moving on over to Sunday, November 14th at 1 p.m. Now this is on the CBS Sports app right here, ladies and gentlemen. But the Atlanta Falcons will take on the Dallas Cowboys in Arlington. And again, lines are provided by Caesar Sportsbook. But the Dallas Cowboys are a minus nine favorites to win at home. But a lot of people are taking Atlanta to to do the upside. Because, again, they beat the Saints. I know we blew like a 20-something lead. But we won. We still won. That's what counts. I trust that Dean Pease and Coach Smith is going to clean all that up and go into Dallas and hopefully win comfortably. So the lines, like I said, Caesar Sportsbook, but Atlanta is a plus nine underdog on the road with a 56% public bet. They're also a favorite on the over with a plus 330 money line at a public bet of 56%, and people are taking the under at a 54.5 with a 72% public bet. For season leaders, I will just, again, go over the Atlanta Falcons, not you know the Dallas Cowboys right here. But for passing, Matt Ryan is 2,157 yards, 15 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Cordell Patterson, 600, or, wow, gosh, he, he's good, but you know he ain't reached that number yet. But Cordell Patterson for rushing, 278 yards, 2 touchdowns, 73 attempts. Kyle Pitts, 546 yards, 1 touchdown. 36 receptions. For the matchup, the Falcons offense versus the Cowboys defense. Overall, we are 20th overall offense, while the Cowboys defense is 21st overall in total defense. Now, the Cowboys secondary is going to have a field day trying to figure out who they're going to cover because the Falcons are 12th in passing, so Matt Ryan should have a great day throwing the ball because that secondary for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, they're letting the receivers catch, get the yardage, and so much more, and that's why they're 27th overall in the pass game. Now, whenever it comes to that defensive line against the run, Dan Quinn's defense has always been a powerhouse workforce against the run game because they are 10th overall against the run and the Falcons are 29th overall in the run game so definitely we got to establish the run game we got to make sure that we can at least get one big positive game me personally I would do some outside sweeps on this Cowboys defensive line to to really get our yardage you know, make sure that we can you know, run the ball, but do like an outside sweep instead of inside zone. Falcons defense versus the Cowboys offense. So this is where Dan, Dean Pease has really got to shine at. So the Cowboys offense is first overall in the entire NFL, fourth overall in passing, and third overall in rushing. While the Falcons defense is 17th overall, so definitely we are a middle-of-the-tier kind of defense. But that's still not going to be good enough going against the number one ranked offense. 
for passing, we're 12th against the pass. Why is it so high? Because of A.J. Terrell and Deion Jones. You know, they are deflecting the balls, you know, get in the wide receiver's tight end's face, making them not see where the ball is at, especially A.J. Terrell. He's been a lockdown corner, and I keep saying this, I, that I'm, I'm comparing him to Deion Sanders being a lockdown corner. If he's that good, and I've even watched some Deion Sanders highlights back in the day, and, he, you know, he is just absolutely locked down like no receiver is catching the ball with him. And that's what the, the thing is with A.J. Terrell. And if A.J. Terrell keeps just going like he is, man, he is going to have a very good career in the NFL, especially with the Atlanta Falcons. I would love to see that man win a Super Bowl on the defensive side. Now, for against the rush, our defensive line against the Cowboys, third overall with the rush. Ooh, Grady Jarrett, I feel bad for you, man. Um, <laughs> it, it's going to be a field day trying to stop Ezekiel Elliott from the run game. And if if you can somehow stop him, by all means, I will, I will applaud you. Because this is going to be a field day for the run game against the Cowboys. But what the Falcons really need to do is look at that Broncos versus Cowboys tape. Look what the Broncos did. And I'm pretty sure Dean Pease has studied that film over and over and over again. Just as much as the Cowboys have studied the Saints tape against us. But I believe Dean Pease has got that more coaching experience over Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy to really kind of understand, all right, the Broncos did this, so won't we try something similar to that to really establish our run game for offense, but also stop their run game on the defensive side of the ball. So guys, what do you think? Do you think the Atlanta Falcons has a chance to beat the Dallas Cowboys this Sunday? Improve the record to 5-4, be over 500. And by the way, we are now technically considered in the playoffs at the number seven spot here in the NFC wildcard race. And we would face the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. So definitely, with the way how they're playing right now, I would definitely love to because they're without Aaron Rodgers. But if, we, if they had Aaron Rodgers and we were number seventh going to Green Bay, I would fear that. But still, it would have been a great opportunity to say, hey, look, you know, first year head coach made the playoffs. Boom. I love it. So, again, guys, all these polls will be on Twitter for you to uh, vote on. And, of course, with the link with the podcast to be with it. But, anyways, I'm sure if you guys did enjoy it, if you did, make sure to like button wherever you're listening from iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Until then, I, Good Morgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.